Hello and welcome aboard the Terror Wheel! Before the ride begins, please make sure you are prepared for lyrical descriptions of violent acts, lewd acts, and sometimes violently lewd acts. These will be taken on directly and not shied away from, we hope. What we're trying to say is, listener discretion is advised. With all that out of the way, please strap yourselves in. Court is now in session. Magic, magic, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good twilight, all of those goods, times of the days. Good night. No, 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 no. That I'm means... out. No, you're not out. We're just starting. Peace. No. God, you do not have a good concept of how these This is me flying out started. the door. I must go. My planet needs me. This is episode five. Five. I got it right it up last on the time. first one. And I had to fix it in post. I haven't yet, but I will have fixed it in post. Yeah, because this is we're recording this an hour after uh, our fuck off episode. Um, so, hey. Uh, this what is are Juggalo's... people listening to? Oh, God. What are people listening to? Uh, Juggalo Judgment. Juggalo Judgment! My name is Mike. This is Shmeev. And uh, you're joining us for our uh, our ride on the terror wheel. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time joining us, we... all aboard. Yeah, choo, choo. I don't think it's that kind of ride. Um, we uh, we go through uh, ICP's discography uh, for now, and uh, we analyze it uh, if chronologically. Is... Cr- yes, uh, as best as we can. Um, if you are a returning. Uh, listener we welcome appreciate, back uh yeah we're, we're very happy that you're here uh listening to us um subjecting yourselves to uh opinions that may not reflect your own um you know some possible pearl clutching you're just so mad about that <laughs> i'm not mad about it now <laughs> it's just still funny because it's fresh in my head because you just told me about it two hours ago it's true um <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yeah we're gonna discuss uh icp's the terror wheel this is their uh second ep uh as insane clown posse we've already discussed uh they've gone through the carnival of carnage era which uh-huh. had that in beverly kills we uh we had ringmaster um shaggy tudup had his uh, solo ep uh fuck off as uh, you recall from our prior episode and uh, I'm gonna show. Here we are. I'm gonna show Shmeev the uh, the cover of the Terra Wheel. I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you wanna know something funny about this? This is. It was not... taken at a carnival. Uh no. Oh. This is not the the cover art is not an original ICP cover. Oh really? This is straight up Moby. <laughs> they jacked a Moby cover. <laughs> Legitimately, oh, Jesus, That's and all amazing. they did was throw a terror wheel and the silhouette of the ringmaster yeah, the on there. Ringmaster thing on there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, that's great. Uh, to give some uh, some quick look at the later notes because this has it. Unlike, uh, fuck off. Um, this entire album was produced by Mikey Clark and ICP. Holla. Um. I have a feeling that there are some samples I may discuss at some point. I don't recall remember anything um and uh they do have some notes of interest but i'm not gonna talk about them because there's some that i actually can't say kind of not cool oh i say a bad word oh it's worse than fuck oh it's that one there's no no it's not that one oh it's close no it's not 
that could be taken out of context depending on what we're thinking. Uh, d- 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 point, point uh, three, point three. We don't know if this is true or not. If you have the, if you have the copy of Terra Will, you're you know what we're talking about. Oh, that's a word that's kind of close to what we discussed in the last one. Oh, not uh, hmm. not cool. Begins with a T. Yeah, it's very uncool. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, Terra Will released in I think it's ninety four. Uh, that is when Fuck it Off is was released, yeah. Yeah, this came out. So they had a lot of stuff come out in uh, 1994. Yeah. They released Ringmaster, uh, I think, in January or February of that year. Mm-hmm. Fuck Off came shortly after. Terror Wheel uh, was also released in that year. This was a big year for ICP. They were doing a lot. Um, and this was all still local. They were doing a lot of stuff in, uh, in Detroit. And um, really getting a feel for, for this. Um, and uh, one thing I want to point out was from uh, from Fuck Off, we didn't really have that carnival-type sound until Three Rings. That was about it, yeah. Um, which, uh, as we also pointed out, they ended up putting on a later album. It's just an ICP song. It is an ICP song. So this one, this is ICP. This is carnival-ish. God, I fucking love that calliope. I got it right this time. That's good shit. I love it. So, uh, so yeah. Um, another uh, quick thing. We're still running that contest. Um, maybe this has changed in the week since uh, you heard our fuck off episode. Um, I don't know because we're recording this an hour after we recorded that episode. Um, we're doing the contest for Fearless Fred Fury and Flip the Rat. Yeah. Follow us on our social medias on uh, the Ju- uh, Juggle of Judgment Twitter, Instagram, and or Facebook. Uh, for every one of those that you follow, that is one entry. Take a screenshot of the little thing that says you're following us. And Send us an email with that and uh, tell us what your favorite... Uh, Psychopathic Records album is. That one, yeah. From anybody. Anybody. If. Could be anybody killer. If you so desire. If you think that Road Fools is the best thing to come out of psychopathic records you're probably a fool if in the next couple of weeks vanilla ice releases the greatest album dear god i want him to release his in, cd in psychopathic records history this is legit he's been signed a psychopathic since like 2011 <laughs> he released his own album called That's wtf amazing. i don't know when but it wasn't on psychopathic and he had violent j on that cd and allegedly he's still on the label he's working with mikey clark Mr. Ice. Rob Van Winkle. Mr. Ice. Please. What's the deal? I sing Ice Ice Baby at karaoke so much. All the time. You it was would... the first time. It was the first thing I ever did at karaoke. No, it's a I lie. was going to say you'd love it, but you might not. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that song in this day and age. <laughs> Queen got their royalties after and everyone loves it. If you want to come on the show. Suge Knight. And talk was to us. Was wrong for holding you off of that balcony. About, about why you haven't released an album on Psychopathic yet. We would love that. Uh, give us a call. I would lose my shit if uh, I met DM my, us on Twitter. If I met Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, and I'd lose my mind. I would love to just like, you know, have a, have a quick phone interview with you. I want to point out, uh, Vanilla Ice did a concert in Pittsburgh. Oh. Uh... In 2010 or 2011. Oh. And I couldn't go because it was 21 and up. Ooh. And I wouldn't be 21 when the show came out. 
Um, funny enough, one of my managers at my uh, at my prior job used to be a uh, he used to own a couple bars in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and that venue was one of them. And so he met Vanilla Ice and said that he was like really really cool and chill. Wow! And I'm like, God damn it, that's so cool. But you know what else is cool? Hmm. ICP's Terror Wheel. We're gonna get into this. All right, the first track on the Terror Wheel. Crack open your fagos. We already cracked them open for the. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna gonna do a little. Get a little. Oh my god, that's a bad decision. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, so satisfying. There we go. That's that orange soda from last week. The dead body man. Immediate gripe, unskippable intro. This whole thing. Is this Slaughter Clowns? Is this Chaboy Willoughby? This is not. Because he shows up in this. This is Violent J as the Carnage. We're going to let this intro play out because it is kind of long, but it is directly attached to the song itself, so just bear with us. Yeah, you know, it's it's a whole thing. There are a lot of these on here, but, you know, yeah. There's William B. This is the debut of Willoughby Rags. It is. Which is uh, Shaggy Two Dope's carny character. Welcome. Um, which is just honestly regular Shaggy. Yeah, it really is. With an effect is. on his voice. 
Because that's just how he sounds on all of his shit. He's, yeah, it, it, there's there's nothing really stand out about him as a character in that. This song is almost too slow for me. Yeah. But it's fresh. It's okay. It's, the thing is... I feel like Jay's rapping really just drags in it. Well, he's not, like, he doesn't... He's just, uh... <laughs> So... What if I told you mm-hmm. that this song was a local radio hit? Holy shit. This song was on 96.3 uh, in Detroit huh. and was put into heavy rotation hmm. and shot to number one on local radio. The station huh. just uh, sampled, or uh, sorry, censored uh, the couple... Uh, fucks and shits that are on it and uh and it was put on like a lot so this was like their first it's got a sound to it right and i mean it's it's just a testament to like there were people in the area that liked that sound yeah i mean um, for sure now i'm not discounting the idea that there are people who like this song i am saying i do not care for it <laughs> and that's fair um now this um, we, we talked about on, uh, on Two Dubs Fuck Off that, uh, Three Rings is an ICP song. Yes. It was put on Riddlebox. Yes. So, Dead Body Man. Here we go. If I remember correctly, it gets pitch shifted a little bit to be a little higher. Hmm. Uh, as in, like, their voices. Yeah. I think maybe the instrumental might as well. And because of its popularity on Terror Wheel, also is put on Riddlebox. Um, uh, thing to note, this song is in a mashup, uh, that was put out in, like, oh nine maybe? Um, with, uh, it's mashed up with a Twisted song, Rock the Dead Body Man. It's pretty cool. Um, but this has covers. Um, Blazia Dead Homie has covered this. Oh. Uh, it was on one of the Hallow Wicked singles. I think it was Hallow Wicked 2002. Alright. Um. He does a cover of it, and he actually regularly performs it at concerts. Um, his version's cool. I feel like and, he uh, was the like first one that I heard about it. Like you may have brought his up before I had heard of this. One. It's possible. I don't have a, an actual copy of that Hallow Wicked CD, which is unfortunate. Um, so I don't actually have his version at all. Huh. Um, and then uh, Ouija Mac, uh, <laughs> their most recent signee, um, he did a version of it as well. His version's kind of weird. Like it's just kind of out there. Um, but his entire style is kind of out there. Like, he's he's that kind of artist that like I want to get into, and I'm having a hard time, but I'm forcing myself, which is making it even harder. Um, I saw him live, but I don't remember much. That's right, we did see him live at, th- at that show. Yeah, him and Light had that performance, which was which mm-hmm. live. He's they're both really good. Um, but uh, although I want to I want to say this, and this is me, just me. When I say that, oh, I don't have that Hallow Wicked CD. I have a lot of ICP CDs. I have you a lot do. of Psychopathic Records CDs, a lot of Magic Ninja Entertainment CDs, a lot of Strange Music CDs. There's a lot that I don't have. If anybody wants to, you know, get rid of any of them, <laughs> through various means, I will buy some. They're in good enough condition. I need to find a way to, like, put a put like a pay like a web page of what I have <laughs> or something for people to be able to, like, send me their shit. And I'm talking like I want the actual physical things. Like, no, don't send me MP3s. 
I need, I collect, I need this shit. I think the only person I've seen who collects more shit than me is probably Buckshot. Props to Buckshot. He's a cool dude. Man, I've seen, like, some of those things he's posted online, pictures of his collections are insane. <laughs> like, crazier compared to me. Uh, you have anything else to say about Bo- Dead Body Man? Uh, I mean, the beat's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can appreciate that. There's, like, a like a weird little, like, slide guitar line playing through that. Mm-hmm. Like, in the verses, and honestly, you hear that... And I think that sounds pretty cool. Oh, like, uh, like the like the line when he was born or whatever it's, it's like throughout that. the whole thing oh okay hear it. but also it changes slightly there they have a line in this mm-hmm. violent j drops drops a line oh sorry real quick just to, sorry to cut you off we discussed it on um on fuck off yes with shaggy two dope's use of the h word indeed and we get it again yeah shaggy two dope the word hermaphrodite not cool nah like Sorry. Get what you're going for. Could be a better way to say it. Also, it's not great to, you know, classify actual people as, like, freaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of not cool. Yeah. So, yeah. That's but all. Later on, Violent J, mm-hmm. <laughs> in defense of his dead body manning, mm-hmm. calls people out on oh hanging like up one. animal heads and yep. such on you've, their walls you've got our icp up on your shelf. PETA. oh i fucking hope not <laughs> you know i just found out and this pissed me off oh here we go <laughs> you may have been on on the twitters and seen videos by the dodo <laughs> the dodo they have a lot of cute videos of animals oh, shit i just found out the dodo is straight from PETA. I didn't know that. Yes. Shit, I didn't know you were going there. I thought you were going with the Pokemon thing. Oh yeah, the Pokemon thing was great. <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield got announced a couple days ago. You know, last week if you're if you're listening to it then or two weeks ago. PETA trying to jump on the and they're popularity saying... <laughs> there. <laughs> but they use the actual hashtags for Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's like way to go. You're trying. You're trying to you know cry blasphemy at pokemon and you're being using their official hashtags promoting your shitty game from nine years ago this has nothing to do with icp it's just something that makes me mad the point is violent j reps Peta. he does not but he he's he says oh yeah you're you're making you're you're crying foul at me for you know having dead bodies in my car you know we're just going to have a good time i just got to figure out what we're what we're doing because they don't come up with any ideas <laughs> don't fucking judge me with your deer heads he also with your dog. with your rabbit's hand yeah the rabbit for yeah. for good luck on your keychain he also drops a uh, don't look in the trunk in this one again he brings those up a lot. From Psychopathic. Yeah. Which was a very cool uh, callback to that. Well, he also did the same thing, like, the song after Psychopathic. <laughs> he does that on, Oh, like, uh, Just Don't Look in the Trunk. That was, uh... It was Night of the Axe, I think. It was Night of the Axe. And then it... Yeah, yep, yeah. That's exactly what it was. So, yeah, it's... it's I, I can appreciate those callbacks to, to prior uh, songs and albums, which obviously doesn't happen as much in the early ones, because they don't have as large a uh, discography to look back to. Right. Um... But we hear it a lot later on in the future. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Dead Body Man. Again, it's almost too slow for my liking, and I think that I probably prefer the version that comes on later on. But um, but yeah, this is this is a, a good start to ICP's uh, second EP. 
IMO. And now, I'm gonna hit up track two, Schizophrantic. ICP songs. Yeah? Yes. Um, it's got a good beat to it. The beat is great. Uh, it, it's constantly driving. It rolls. Um, and they have very, very good rhyme schemes on this one. They have good uh, trade-offs, too. Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I can appreciate that. Like, It's one thing whenever you when you have one person has a verse, chorus, the other person has a verse, chorus, you know. Um, I do like the, the trade-off lines. It's really cool because it does show that you know, they are an actual duo. Yeah. Um, you don't have a lot of of rap songs with those, like, two or three person groups doing that. Right. I mean, it, it might just be they only have, like, their one verse. There are really occasional uh, raps that people, that, that, like, groups will do. Like, I listen to some Wu-Tang every once in a while. Right. There will be at least one verse on, on a track where there are two people who are trading off, and I'm mm -hmm. like... Yeah, I want to hear like more of that stuff. That's yeah. good as shit. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the groups that I that I've listened to, um, uh, Cottonmouth Kings. Mm -hmm. um, we may uh, we may go into them in, in the future. They're they're part of Juggalo history, um, legitimately. Yeah. So um, they, uh, I I know that they've had some stuff in their earlier albums that did that. Um, one of their albums, I think, it was Mile High, was the one that they did it. There was a number of songs where they did so much trade-offs between the four members of the group, which was very, very cool. Nice. Um, and that was after a time where, like, the one person barely fucking rapped at all. <laughs> so, just hearing the, the, you know, this person does two lines, the next person does two lines, this next person does four lines, or the one person does three lines, and then the, the final person does that, like, final rhyming line. Right. That's some cool shit. A classic rap group. They used to do this all the time. Uh -huh. Sum 41. <laughs> <laughs> all I think about now is, um, God, what was it? Was it straight up in uh, Fat Lip? Fat Lip. Is Fat the Lip one. does it? Uh, they do it in, um. Even like the, like the second verse, like they all take a single word of the first Because you, you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they do it in uh, the song What We're All About, which, if you don't know that song, fucking look it up. It's from the Spider-Man soundtrack. It's amazing. It has nothing to do with ICP, but it's great anyways. So schizophrenic. Um, uh, this was the first of two songs in particular on this album. Uh -huh. um, that gave me like some some Telltale Heart vibes. Are you familiar with the Telltale Heart? Uh, yes. However, I should just stop you. Okay. On that point. Okay. 
do you want to save it for later, or do you just want to stop me completely? I almost want to stop you completely. Why? Because they have a song that's about the Telltale Heart. That's fine. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll talk about that whenever we get to that one. That's but I mean, fine. like, this one has a lot of that sort of thing. Of, really? Because uh, have you read the Telltale Heart? Yes. Okay, so you know you know the whole thing that it's about. Yes. It's and like this this dude who like is dealing with two people who literally know nothing of what he's actually done, but he can imagine them like actually just knowing every like he thinks that they know something on, that they've got something on him and that they're just taunting him this whole time. Yep. And you get a lot of that in the lines in this, and you know it's pretty interesting in that way. They uh, referring to a like schizophrenic person and not mistaking it for multiple personality disorder like most people do like this is 94 and that's uh, yep <laughs> that's a whole thing uh i will note let me put on my other hat and grab my pearls real quick um <laughs> let me note oh you're the one who's who's grabbing pearls now just holding on to and, that uh, so just just to because i this this is an important thing is in my opinion to get yeah. out there uh Mentally ill people do not tend to be a danger to other people so much as they are to themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, the people that you're looking for that are a danger to other people are white men who got rejected by women. Uh, <gasps> so, because here's the thing. They go turn to tea. <laughs> Mentally ill people are scapegoated all the time mm -hmm. when it comes to things like this. And the reason why I'm going to bring this up for this is because it happens way too fucking much, and this kind of stuff perpetuates it. Uh -huh. So regardless of what you think about me for saying all of this, I need to. It's pretty important to get out there, because it's still done today. It's still an issue. Let's point out the scapegoating of people who have mental illnesses makes people who may have mental illness not want to speak up about it. Yes. And that's why some people don't go to therapy. Uh-huh. Hmm. What did you have to say on this one? Uh, being afraid causes lots of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Part, there is one part where Violent J straight up, straight up says that he blows up his neighbor's house <laughs> because he's afraid that, yeah. gonna, that, he's, that the neighbor's going to kill him. And yep. then the cops show up and he doesn't believe them that they're cops. Yep. Because they might not be cops. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> It's... That's, that's all like um i mean <laughs> that's there's not much to say about it it's it's their paranoia is what is their biggest problem mm -hmm. um, in, in the story of like just talking about a person who is just talking about people who are just hyper paranoid to this ridiculous yes. extreme great <laughs> um i think there's a skit at the end of this one do we want to try and go to that real quick uh, sure i think it's this one there's skits at the end of a lot yes. of these. Yes. <coughs> Where's one of them? No, Still one of them. Oh, hey, it's going hey, too small. How you liking the ride thus far? Wanna point out? I don't think the Shaggy Two Dope actually ever really smoked. It's about that shit that comes out of sores and pipes and soaks your neck. The smoke.
song opened with a hook, yeah? It is just that hook. Kind of, yeah. So, so we've we've kind of then heard it. Um, this song just they have some long uh, verses. It is a uh, it's so, not just a long song. Yeah. It's Normally a long wait. track because they just tacked basically a whole other song onto the end of it. Right. So okay, here we go. So um, Detroit should get some uh, higher government officials to pass legislation to get that smog cleared up. They should definitely do something about that smog. Uh, this this is very much a line you know about you know, pollution and all that stuff and various issues of it and they personify it as like an actual creature as well i get kept planet on that shit which i think was pretty sweet it's mm-hmm. pretty cool although I, I i said this to you and i showed you my note over here yeah at the very beginning of this shaggy has these lines where he talks about like having to get it out and he says he says that line like two times in a row and it just sounds awful because it's whenever people rhyme there, there are a lot of times where a person will be accused of rhyming a word with itself, but like they have like like rhyming the word "dude" with "dude." Yes, and I, that was actually the example that I was going to co- bring up was uh, Busta Rhymes mm-hmm. in Worldwide Choppers. Worldwide Choppers. But he rhymed every word right before it. Yes, with he is, the he's word. He's rhyming an entire phrase together. Mm-hmm. So while he's ending those phrases with "dude" every time, the words before it are the rhymes that he's dropping, and he has a bunch of inside those, rhymes to link up with the, them that sound awesome. The word "dude" was a stinger basically yes shaggy in this literally rhymes get it out with get get that shit out (laughs) now there are ways of like using the same words to rhyme something usually what you want to do is use those same words but say something different with them Mm -hmm. it's saying the same thing with the same words two times yeah really bothers the shit out of me in this in this fucking song take a picture of him with a kodak and then take a picture of him with a Kodak. <laughs> Shout out to Pipple. Um, so, but I do like this song for uh, like it's got that that hook. It's got got a little creepy kind of thing going on. I like whenever there's the 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 big like yelling like the chorus of it. Mm. Um, although the the creepy version of it with just like the 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 the, the like not whiny voice but yeah like, the high pitched thing. Um, so what if I told you this is not the original version of this song. Well, that's something. So, um, if I remember this correctly, uh, the smog was was actually the second version. Uh, the original version was called the swarm. Okay. And the swarm was meant to be, I think, for a movie. If I remember this way back, whenever it was on Juggalo News. Uh, okay. When I was looking up, this was back whenever I was looking up like ICP tracks of whatever. Back when I was getting into them, mm-hmm. uh, it was meant to be for a movie. Um, I don't quite recall what, but basically about like insects, like yeah. killing mm-hmm. things. Uh, the in- like the the rhyme scheme and everything is the same, but their lyrics are almost completely different to reflect swarms of bugs, right? Uh, instead of a, a, a smog cloud. Um, so some of the things, like in Violent J's line, where um, like he's crushed by the smog becoming like a giant boulder, Yeah, it's it's like a, just a mass of the insects, I, I think is how I interpreted it. Like, I listened to it last night once just to, to kind of get it. But um, I guess that movie or something flopped or whatever, or it just didn't get put on it. Right. So that's why they just took the song and repurposed it and made it the smog, which made a little more sense for them because 
uh, Delray, the area they're from. Yeah. Very, very smoggy place. Indeed. Um, but just a, just a little bit of info there That's for people cool who didn't know shit. that. I thought, and, beca- and the thing is, is I kind of like the swarm a little bit better as a concept. Um, but I could see why they went with the smog. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's a, uh, there's the, the part where he talks about getting crushed by it. Like the lions right before that. Mm hmm. He's talking about like it, like passing over him and him thinking that he's safe or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like the, uh, you know, the the message within that of like you might think that you're gonna get away from having to, you know, face up to the things that you do, but eventually it's gonna fucking catch you anyway. It's great. Shit, shit catches up to you. I got fucking real. You're crushed by a goddamn cloud, bitch ass motherfucker. I need to pray now. Um. Do you want to click towards the end of this song? Uh, Not I the whole end, really but you don't. know, just a little bit. Uh, we did mention that there's an outro in this. That... Perfect. This is half of the song. It is. Okay. And this beat is happening. Violent J is like talking in the background. It's kind of hard to hear what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, he, he pops up every once in a while and you can hear what he's talking about. And he's just talking about, like, you know, various problems that he sees in society. One of them in particular, he talks about people getting made fun of for, like, praying or whatever. He's like, that's fucked up. And I'm like, eh, shut up, Jay. <laughs> I would have appreciated this being its own song. Not so much with him just piping up randomly. Um, I like the instrument. It's okay. And I like the concept of the thoughts in my headline just being the chorus um but this is the whole thing for like three to four minutes it's it's a little (laughs) much as an outro uh there uh there is actually uh i think a willoughby part maybe double check uh i didn't write one down see if there is there might be one i think there is there's one at the end of most of these a little more maybe not no No, there's not okay nope there isn't nope so yeah, I mean that song is that song's whatever. I, well, I mean the smog is a cool song. The smog is good. Um, I like it. But yeah, that outro, like I, I just wish it was separate. But I, if that could have been an actual fleshed out song, it, um, it could be it, all right. It could have been really really good. Um, and you know what, ICP, you put this album out, you know, without a label or anything, so you technically have the rights to it. You could totally revisit that at some point. You could do it. That is literally a thing that you. That's can your do. song. M- Mikey Clark, just go in there. Go in there and and release a, a new song from Thoughts in My Head. I'm calling it that. <laughs> it, it's almost like there's where no you other thing to call. I have no idea. It just, just came to you. So now we're going to go to track number four. We're now halfway through this EP. Yeah. These EPs are, are kind of easy to get through. Legit. I can dig it. This one's a little bit iffier just because of all the skits. But, right. Uh, but you know what? We're going to hit up the song Out. Shut the fuck up! 
early cause I knew this day would come My daddy's passed out with an empty bottle of rum Although she's been gone long I do not miss my mother And he's a sorry fuck so there's nothing in the cupboard My little brother's starving, hungry and sick Cause ain't nobody coming by the house giving free shit So we getting kinda skinny and my brother's almost dead Got no other choice but for milk and bread Stepped out the house for the first time in two years Cause my neighborhood, it ain't really good Lay up in my bedroom, night after night I hear screams, zombies shooting and looting But now here I am, man, I'm walking down Jefferson With a bag of money back, so I don't understand How the world can be full of so many evildoers I can hear them underneath me in the sewers Keep seeing shit out the corners of my eyes so Out doesn't really have a hook. No, to my knowledge does not have an actual hook. Um, but uh, I really like this song. It, it is, it's a fun song. It is, um, as as storytelling goes, it's just a story about a trip to the store. I literally wrote in all caps, Violent J story. And it's a story about going to the store. Yes. Because, um, you know, his dad ain't gonna do it. And then me writing that in all caps uh, with three exclamation points at the, uh, at the end was because I love Violent J stories. <laughs> um, it's got a funky groove to it. I like that a lot. This is a track that I actually never cared for in the past. What the fuck is wrong with you? I know. Um, but I really love this. It's really good. I legitimately love this song. Um, and the end of it, what, what happens? Classic. At, what happens throughout this song is Violent J is on his way to get bread and milk. Yes. Um, as he's there, a rat attacks him, mm-hmm. bites off his leg. Uh, something else gets his hand. I think. Yeah, I don't remember the whole. He thing. He gets to the store. He steals bread, milk, and a Fago two liter for himself. <laughs> and. <laughs> And the shop owner is there, shoots him with a shotgun, mm-hmm. shoots his head off. He finally rolls back just as his head with the bread in his mouth. Because nobody fucks with just a head. Yes. And then his brother opens the door and is pissed off that he forgot the milk. Yep. <laughs> it's so good. It's This is like... And it ends with him going back out to go and get the fucking yes. milk. <laughs> and you know what? It's silly and... It's perfect. Um, it's so good. I love the instrumental to it. The funk instrumental is it's great. It's really good. I believe if I if I read it properly, I think I looked it online. This might have been one of the ones that was sampled. Um, they apparently there was a a group from like the seventies that they always looked to called Gong. Okay. Um, this might have been one of those samples. I don't quite remember. Yeah. It doesn't show it on who sampled, so I could be wrong. Um, I know that they sample a lot of their shit later on, um, and I think in some of their earlier stuff, but just for some reason, this is, there's nothing like negative sounding about this no, song, except for the state of Violent J's body. <laughs> I mean, all. like, you know, he, he talks a little bit about like, you know, the, his family situation and all that stuff and, you know, the general dangerousness of the streets, but it's like, yeah, it's the whole thing is just so fucking goofy. I, I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you could, this is one of those songs where if people are mad at ICP for just being, like, violent lyrics and everything, if they have any sense of comedy, like, (laughs) slightly raunchy comedy, mind you, to deal, or at least to deal with, like, the swearing, this would be a great song. This is good. I I really, like, again, I didn't care for the song in the past, and now I 
fucking love it. It's so good. I really do. It's so good. Um, there is an outro, a quick outro to this. Uh, I wrote, we don't need to hear the outro skit. We don't? I think we do. Because I know what this one is. God damn it. I know exactly what it is. Go to that last, like, minute or so. The mouse is yours. Oh, it's mine. All right. Oh, shit. I can't, uh, I can't reach that far. Bear with that me. attitude. Bear with me. I'm going to get a little close to the mic. Don't put it on the fucking thing. I'm not going to put it on the fucking thing. Fine. God I'll damn get it. it. God damn it. So fucking professional. <laughs> it's, it's okay. God damn it. Go up there. It's probably too far. It's not far enough. It's going to go right there. We're going to do this together. With my loaf of bread in my mouth, bouncing up the stairs, I knock on the door okay. with my... <laughs> Everyone should be able to fuck. Yeah. Even when we'll be last. So yeah. There's nothing wrong with sex. No. Even Willoughby. That's fine. And willing participants. I don't need to hear. Should have sex. Yeah? Yeah. They can do that. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 a beautiful thing. I mean, for Let them. it happen. <laughs> Play the next track. <laughs> We're going to number five. I stuck her with my wang. Yeah. What's up, man? IZP and his bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? IZP and man, you come over to my house. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I stung her with my mind. She hit me in the balls. I got to buy a neck and I bounced her off the walls. She said it was an accident and then apologized. But I still took my elbow and blackened both the wires. I stung her with my mind. Another psychopathic records love song. You don't seem, go on. You don't seem Ca- carry on with your with, with what you have to say. About I this song. You know, no, I'm I'm op- I'm I'm looking forward to your opinions of this one. I only wrote one thing down, okay. and it was about the end of it that we didn't listen to. Okay, well, we can get there in a second. I'll, I'll talk about it. I wasn't going to listen to the end of it. I was just going to talk about it. Well, okay. All right. Well, um, I have a couple notes. Uh, I put that there was no silly voice from Shaggy, which makes it sound kind of weird. Yeah. Like, normally we have him, like, going a little over the top. Yeah, he doesn't scream at all. He oh. does not. And it's kind of just, like, he's just going, like, as if, as if, consider if I were to rap. Uh-huh. But I was just talking like this during my rap. I would probably go a little bit, like, over the top if I was a rapper. Probably. But no, I just feel like 
having a sex song like this, just talking like this, rapping like this, it's a little bit awkward. Um, I want to point out that Shaggy does some fucked up shit uh-huh. in this song. Do he? Uh, I believe that he said that he would uh, uh, put super glue on a woman's uh, breasts, uh-huh. s- stick them to the ceiling. To the roof, he To says. the roof, I'm sorry. Uh, and I remember then, this because this was a line that I was kind of like, all and, right, that's so good. And, and then leave. That's goofy. And then when he comes back, they're, they're dragging stretched on the floor. out, dragging on the floor. Uh, that doesn't happen with, with breasts. That's clearly the worst thing that he says in this song. It's, it might be. Uh, I think, that, uh, oh, she, uh, apparently the, the woman that he is having sexual relations with would like him to, uh, place his finger in her anus. And so he does it once and then sticks it in her eye. Mm-hmm. That's not hygienic. No. No. It's not good for you. Um, and then I have a, a point that's about the ending Okay. What uh, about a, the end? A violent J, um, and uh, the types of women that they're okay with. Oh. Um, where he says that uh, uh, Shaggy will fuck uh, skinny women, uh, bald women. Uh, women is actually switched with the word bitches. Oh. For okay. all of these. Um, but you know, uh, just goes to show like. Good for them that they're open to to pretty much all women. Yeah. So props for that. Uh, do you, you have one point that you want to discuss? The last verse of this song. Okay. Yeah, that that leads into just their their outro chorus and all that stuff where they okay. change the uh, the hook line. Ah uh, yes. Uh, there's at one point where uh, Shaggy. Uh, is it Shaggy or Shaggy or the woman... requests that oh, uh, that the woman she bring, bring she bring a friend. A friend. Uh, he opens the door, and a gentleman named uh, Frank shows up. So he kicked him, him in his, his ass. I wrote down, this is the most restrained I've ever heard Shaggy in a homosexual-adjacent situation. <laughs> you know? <sighs> that was very tame, Shaggy. He just didn't want to share. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, I, all I that's, all, that's all I'm saying. No, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any. So, I did not care for the song in general. It's really just it. it fucking drones. It's just yeah. the. I think that the song. Also, it opens up with him like going on like taking a trip back to Carnival of Carnage with the black in her eyes thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I don't need reminded of that song. Yeah, that song's even now. Like I think about it, that song's fucked up. Um, but yeah, I mean. This is this is what becomes a, a typical psychopathic records love making song. Yeah. This might have to make it on the list of like songs I lose my virginity to. <laughs> I might get to the first chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Amy's in the attic. I'm gonna go with uh, Napalm Death. <laughs> That's a joke for like the three fucking <laughs> Extreme metal people, out there, whatever the fuck they're called. I think they're black metal. Well, it was gonna be, you know, eighteen twelve overture, but I'll play some Napalm Death for you later. Okay, you'll cool. understand. Amy's, Amy's in, in the, the attic. attic. 
This is like an inversion of the uh, beginning of some of Coheed and Cambria's stuff. Mr. Kaiser, I think you should come up here. I think you should come up here. Mr. Kaiser, I think you should come up here. I think you should come up here. note in all caps more violent j stories woo so this was the uh as as i brought up with uh schizophrenic uh-huh. the other one where i get a lot of vibes on telltale heart shit uh-huh. um the story is literally about him like killing his friend by accident mm-hmm. and well he thinks that she's dead he's not sure but he, he's pretty sure she's dead and locks her up in the attic or some shit yes to hide her so nobody finds out. Yes. And then later throughout this, he thinks he hears her, like, making noise from the attic. Um, he might actually... It's not clear. Yeah. Uh, this is a song that I never paid much attention to in the past. Um, but this is actually, like... If you just, like, sit down and listen to it... Uh, like, I had to have the lyrics up, too. Because um, sometimes there's a couple parts that are hard to get. Yeah. Um, this one's actually a bit scary. It's creepy, like, scene, it creepy is creepy Yeah, and like not just lyrically, but the instrumental makes the song very uneasy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is a a good thing. Like it really helps set the tone. You can't have like a silly boppy instrumental with this. Right. Like, no, they did a good job of painting a a good picture of, you know, him obviously he's he's taking the, the, the role of a of a child yes. who, you know, has has seemingly killed his his close friend. And you know, as the song goes on, he gets more and more desperate because he is, he's becoming, uh, seemingly paranoid of, uh, you know, he, he can't tell if, you know, she's dead. Um, if anybody is aware of what has happened or ever, you know, he just, he just wants to make sure that, you know, nobody knows. And, um, it's just, it's, it's a very, very creepy song. Um, and, I don't know. Like I said, I never paid much attention to this in the past, but I, I do really like it. It's good as hell. Um, if we eventually get to it, um, again, we're doing all, a lot of these in, in order. Um, same thing with, you know, possibly branching out. There is a sequel to this song. Really? It is not uh, ICP, however. Oh. Um, Jump Steady. Shit. I um, might just have to, like, fucking listen to it in general. 
I actually liked for for the for a very long time. I loved that version. I like that song. Um, I may still like that a little more than this one. Um, but uh, but yeah, I it's it's very cool to. I want to listen to this and then immediately listen to. Um, yeah. I think it's called Amy's Ghost. So, but uh, yeah, it's it's very very cool. There 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 are a couple things about this song that are that are somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. So the. Uh, the voice that you hear at the beginning of it the and throughout the sample is mm-hmm. from a 1979 science fiction film called The Black Hole. Yes, which is a Disney film. Yeah. I know nothing about it aside from that. Nope. Me there is also a movie called Amy's in the Attic. Ah. That was released in 2011. That has nothing to do with this. Well, that's unfortunate. I, I just looked, I saw it I was getting I was really, it really up. excited. Uh, it's, it seems like just kind of like a, like a sort of smut film about like a bunch of people no. getting together for a swingers party. Um, there, this is also referenced uh, again, actually, um, the first time it was referenced, actually, um, if we, if we get to uh, some Dark Lotus, um, there is a, uh, there's a kind of a throwaway line uh, in the song Hell House uh, by ABK. Um, so yeah, we, we may talk about that in the future if you want to talk about it. Um, and then, uh, after, after this song is done, there is an outro, There is. um, which, um, basically, uh, you listen to the lyrics and, um, at the end of each rhyme, there's a pause, but you basically have to figure out what number would rhyme with the prior, uh, ending words. It's very clear every time. And what that did was it gave you a phone number to call to hear, uh, the name of the third Joker's card, Let's which... Let's play a little bit. Okay. Continues on like this for uh, the full the seven number seven digits since they already gave yeah, you the area code. Um, this would end up becoming um, a recurring thing that they would do. Really? For uh, for other albums, um, they Here's... even did it. They even did it very recently uh, with the release of uh, Fearless Fred Fury. Oh. Um, there were some various videos on their social medias that would. Uh, basically hint at what numbers you would need and you'd uh call that number calling that number gave you a website to uh to go on and that gave the track list for fearless fred fury here's a question for you real quick yes have you called this number recently i did not i did you did earlier today i was wondering is it still up would you like to uh i'm gonna put this on speakerphone and play it for the people so we can all hear how that number rolls out today. Oh dear God. Well, clearly you know how it is. The number you have dialed is not in service. Yeah, it just doesn't work. I, I was fucking okay. with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping I, that there would be something there. Right. But uh, no, right. I, I was kind of disappointed in that one. You know what? It's it's okay. Because well, obviously we would have had to fucking pay money to keep that shit up. Yeah. So. Well, they have it. But, I mean. I also tried to see if I could look up um, like any recordings that people had. I can't find anything. Um, I didn't. I didn't look too hard, but I, I think actually, I didn't find anything on YouTube or anything. On the um, on the 
uh, Riddlebox Oddities CD. Uh? I think that there are hotline messages that might have been for that. I don't know. Um, let's see. Maybe not. Uh, that's a sample. Hotline message. Hotline. I wouldn't play it right now. Yeah, We're no. We're not out there yet. But uh, well, basically... <laughs> <What a> dick. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's okay. They can deal with it. Um... But yeah, I thought that that was a really, really cool way to to help announce this. Yeah, and what I liked it was, was sweet. this this becomes like an ongoing thing. We we had an EP between Carnival of Carnage and with Ringmaster. We have an EP between Ringmaster and uh, and Riddlebox. Um, I liked the the thought of, and and partially obviously it's because you know they are local. They don't have a steady income. They need to constantly put out music so that they can survive. Yes. Um. That said, it is cool that part of the reason they were doing this is because they wanted to help. They wanted to keep putting out music for fans to enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Even if it's just quote unquote bite sized amounts, a six track EP that that clocks in it, I think it's like about a half hour. It's about a half hour. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a good length thing to have. Like it doesn't. It's not demanding too much of you. You can you can pop through it anytime you feel right. like it. And there's there's people where their full LPs are like thirty three minutes long. Oh, it's yeah. is disappointing. Oh, I can um, dig that. Granted, you could have chopped off a good, probably six minutes or so, like with the thoughts in my head part. Yeah. If you didn't have, uh, you know, the long ass intro on Dead Body, Dead Body Man. Yeah. Uh, or you know, didn't have the, the hotline outro. But the hotline outro, hotline you know, outro was is good as shit. Is really cool for people to you know at the time find out you know more information if they're really that big a fan you know that's what they did and so this i mean we said a lot of good things about beverly kills surprisingly yeah there's um, some good shit to say about it for an ep this improves on that i think so it is degree. still there's some good stuff here it is still an overall icp sounding product and um i one thing i i want to note and i i told you before we started um recording but sitting down and actually listening to these CDs, like it would be where if I get a new album, I listen to it like generally one to three times or so, get my listens in, find out what I like, find out what I don't like, and then remove the songs I don't like. Um, prior to listening to this, there were two songs uh, that I generally would listen to. Um, now, granted, I have slightly different versions of some of them because... There's one that I have a single of, so it has those uh, intros and outros removed. Sure. But I only liked half of the songs, basically. <laughs> uh, generally, Schizophrenic and Stuck With My Way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Stuck With My Way. That's yeah. fine. However, I like this entire EP now. Dead Body Man, maybe not so much. I think yeah. I like the version that comes out later a little more, so I'm not going to need both versions. But I genuinely like this entire EP. I got a four out of six for me. That's fair. I would say what which ones you don't you like? You don't like Sucker with My Wang and Dead Body Man. Dead Body Man and Dead Body Man. So the two that I originally liked, (laughs) you're like, nah, fuck them. I'm gonna actually, you know what? Four out of seven. I'm gonna count the second half of the smog as its own thing, and I don't like it. (laughs) No, and that's and that's fine. Like, I think. but this is a good album. There is overall. a way to cut out that that little thoughts in my head part yeah, of course smog. But no, I think like I genuinely like this EP. It's very very good for for the time. It's um, pretty well put together. Yeah. So 
again, I think it's really nifty that, and this one didn't really have so much of a theme, um, which I is mean, fine. I mean, it's really the skits that hold that together, right? Just Willoughby talking about the the terror wheel, you know, as he's having sex, yeah, uh, as he's you know rolling up a doobie while listening to Lowrider, um, you know, but um, but this EP is their final release before they got a record deal oh shit uh thanks to and i I mentioned this during the ringmaster episode thanks to um the heavy heavy selling of uh ringmaster uh in the local area uh, i think eventually they sold like sixty five thousand copies um after the initial forty thousand that they had um pressed um after that after the i'm assuming minimal success of fuck off locally uh, and Terror Wheel, which again, Dead Body Man was a radio single at that it point. It was. Between those and their local shows that they were putting uh, putting on, including uh, Outcasts, where uh, Outcasts made them pay $600 to uh, clean their equipment. <laughs> Found that out. That's cool. Um, that eventually secured them a record deal with Jive. Big fucking deal. That Outcast thing actually reminded me. Uh-huh. The thing that I wanted to ask you, and I keep forgetting about it. Okay. When did the Fago thing start? Oh, I did read that in the book. Bear with me for a moment. Like at shows in particular, obviously. Oh, at shows. Um, the Fago hmm. thing, I, I figure, was just kind of like a thing. But Well, the Fago thing was just because Fago's from Detroit. Yeah, and it's and cheap. it's cheap as, as fuck. fuck. And, so know. that's why... So that's why they were doing that. But I want to know why they're like... Uh, when did they start, like, cracking them at concerts and shit? It... They do talk about it in a show uh, in this book, and I can't fucking remember. Do you remember at least, like, the era of it? Like, when... What album had released prior to that? I think that it's... Oh, never mind. Let's see. Uh, The Fago Truth. So I'm actually going to read... I can't even paraphrase because it's... I'll try and uh, get it. Okay. Uh, so this is from the uh, the one show where uh, they were with Esham and they ended up having the falling out with Esham during the show Uh-oh. and then it got fine, kind of. <laughs> uh, you know, later on whenever Esham pulled a, pulled a gun on Violent J. Oh. Uh, and then they sorted it out. But basically... Shit changes fast. Yeah. Um, it seems like uh, at this show that they were at, um, so this was after Carnival of Carnage had dropped, um, nobody was uh, was feeling the show, and there was a kid standing dead center, and then he started flipping them off. Uh, so Violent J was annoyed took a full two liter of Fago and threw it at him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He says, the place straight up fucking erupted though, the loudest pop of the night. Then Joey threw one off in the kid's direction. Much to our surprise, pop started flying back at us from the crowd. I didn't know if people hated us or loved us. We kept it going until finally the magic, I can't say that word, manager, this stupid bitch actually climbed up on stage and in a panic for fear of her venue being destroyed, 
grabbed the Fago bucket. Then from out of nowhere, Alex, their manager, came to the fucking rescue and grabbed the bucket. They were struggling over it in front of the fans and everybody. Alex was the shit. As Alex held the bucket in place, Joey and I filled our arms with the remaining Fago and began springing the crowd. The rest, my friends, is Juggalo history. Well, damn. So, yeah. They've been doing the Fago for a while. Um, and they've been doing it ever since. Uh, the only times when they couldn't is like when they went somewhere where Customs was like, no, you can't have this right. sugary drink. So they would get whatever was local and it wouldn't be as good. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I never had a Fago uh, in my life until I was like, until like two years after I was an ICP. Huh. I saw it at a store and I'm like, oh man, I need Fago! I need it because ICP drinks it! I used to have it, um, <laughs> actually a, a gaming group that I used to game with, uh, they they used to have it in their house, like a friend, okay. a friend of ours used to have it in their house, and they their downstairs area where they had everything, they also had like a little pub set up where you'd grab like some frozen pizzas and shit. Cool. And they had their their fridge just stocked with Fago because you know, it's nice. cheap as shit. It's cheap. Yeah. It's awesome. And then for a while, uh, what down some red pop Dollar Tree was carrying it, oh, which yo. was awesome. And then they got rid of it because they carried their Shasta. Bastards. Hey, Tiki Punch was awesome. Yeah, I love that. I, you know what? You you're a fan of the red pop. I do like some which red to pop. me, I got to be in the mood for it. Oh. To each their own. I love me some rock and rye. I love that shit. Yeah, it's so good. Let us know what your favorite Fago flavor. Tell is. Tell us what your favorite Fago is. I uh. I'll drink almost any of them. I don't like grape. No? I don't like 60-40. Not a fan of Shaggy's Nutbag? <laughs> Forgot about that for a second. So, that was a lot of... We went really off topic at the end. Well, that's fine, though. It was but a short, you know, uh, short album, short episode. Sh- shortish, yeah. We're still keeping it down. <laughs> that's fine. Um. So, yeah. That was uh. That was a Terror Wheel. That was Terror Wheel. What and, would you... Uh, what's your... uh? What's your song? My song? Um... Uh, bring that track list up once more, please. You need to remember. Yep. Um, I think it's a tie between uh, Schizophrenic and Out. Out. I, you know what? It's, Out's mine. Out is just so good. It is. It is. That's, I, that's the track of this one, as far as I'm concerned. It's so good. Um, so props to props to Mikey Clark for, for that sweet instrumental that he stole. Hell yeah. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Maybe he didn't, you know. He does and I'm good sure, work with Sam. And I'm sure maybe he didn't steal it. Man, I'm sure he probably gave proper credit and everything. Doesn't say it in the, in the liner notes, but it doesn't oh, matter so much. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was terrible. This was a fun episode. Yeah. I got to appreciate it a lot more than I originally did. I'm glad. Which is very very cool, and that makes me even more excited to continue doing this podcast. Hell yeah! Until we fucking get to Freaky Tales, to which I'm like, fuck. <laughs> It's going to be great. Oh, God. Scott assures me it's a great song. I think we're just going to have to, like, live stream that. That's what he said we're going to do. So that I can just get the fuck over that shit. Um, real quick thing that I'm I don't know if just... we'll actually be able to do that and keep the whole, like, episode up. Probably we might not. get in some trouble for that one. So we might host that somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll... we'll, we'll... Well, burn that bridge. You'd almost get to think it. like you'd almost think like talking over it the entire time might do something. Ooh, that's uh, that's yeah. sketchy. Um, um, one thing that I'm just gonna throw this out there, uh, if I remember what the fuck I was just gonna say, god damn it, I totally forgot that shit. I don't know. Ha <laughs> Way to go, me. I ain't on. Um, I know that I've talked to you uh, 
multiple times about possibly doing a riff track. Yes. For big money hustlers. Yes. As soon as I can find my fucking copy, because yes. I don't know where it is. You still don't however, know? it is on... I don't know where it is, man. Uh, uh, however, it is on Tubi. Um, it's a it's a streaming app. Oh, that's cool. They've got a lot of movies that aren't on Netflix. And, nice. and it's like legit. Like They have oh, okay. ads on there, which is very cool. So yeah, go watch fucking Big Money Hustlers on, I believe it's Tubi. It's a good movie. Legit. Um, but uh, I would love to do a riff track on that. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we were also uh, told about maybe looking into some of their wrestling stuff. I'm down for that. Um, I don't think any of that is on the WWE Network, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen a, a I, match of theirs or two before just on YouTube. So. I do have their strength, like, no, I don't have Strangle Mania. I have one of the JCW, like, early ones. I got a JCW. You've got a JCW one from a Bloody Mania. Concert. Yeah. Is that the Six, one that's got Rikishi's on it? Rikishi is in yeah, there. Yeah, big quiche. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be kind of fun to look into. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think of some other mediums. The Hurricane's on that one, too. Oh, you gotta stand back. <laughs> I always, for a long time, I thought he was stay in the back. It's just the way he says it. Fucking nerd. Stay in the back. <laughs> it's what it sounded like to me. Shut the fuck up. I'm not even fucking joking, dog. Um, but yeah, there's uh, at this point I'm just rambling because yeah. I'm just trying to think of something. Yeah, else, look up, but... look out for uh, for some stuff that we might do in the future. We'll yeah. uh, we'll be we'll like be discussing said, it here I, and there. I want to keep expanding this because sooner or later we're gonna come to the end of ICP. Yeah. For at least for the time being. Right. Which is why I keep saying, oh yeah, I want to like listen to other artists and stuff. I really want to... it, I guess. I really want to get into Twisted. Whew. I want to get into Blaze. I want to get into... Uh, like Somebody suggested Tech 9 which I think would be very cool because... You suggested Tech 9 Well, uh, that, that our, our one fan, Bree, shout out, uh, <laughs> had mentioned that to me after I had already thought of it. Second shout-out. You're cool as fuck. Yes, you're very cool. Um, and uh, she uh, she did uh, point out to me today, I was, I was uh, having a lovely chat, um, and she uh, she did say that um, there was one podcast that she had, had been listening to where there was like a group of people, like, like maybe four people or so, mm-hmm. and um, she said the only negative thing that she could say about, about us, um, while she appreciates our dynamic... Sure. Which I think is very cool. Um, we are two white gentlemen. We are, yes. Uh, she wishes that there would be a, like maybe one other voice that could be a little more diverse. I'm uh, down. Whether there'd be uh, you know a woman in there or maybe somebody who is not white. Um, to which I said, I am totally okay with that idea. However, um, we would need somebody who could A, deal with a schedule. Yeah. And B willingly listen to insane clown posse (laughs) the latter part is the very difficult one it's a tough one and here's the thing i i would so be down with it i'd love to have more people doing this again this was this was an idea that i came up with and you were like fuck it let's do it and i was like oh cool that was easy but no one else i know is going to go out of their way no one else around me that i know (laughs) is going to go out of their way to do that Okay. I could probably Sorry. convince somebody to join in on this. Sorry, but my one ex from Ohio who does listen to ICP, <laughs> it's not going to happen because Ohio. 
Right. And I don't know anybody around here who would willingly listen to this. I know that Naomi said that she'd be open to to going into uh, Hell's Pit. Could do that. Uh, which would be kind of cool. But uh, it's... Bree, we're down to have you on for Bang Pal Boom. Yes. See about if there are any other ones in between there. Yeah, I mean... I, I can talk to we... a friend of mine who's who could par- who would probably be down. She'd probably be down to listen to something and jump in on this. That's fine. I'm I'm cool with 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 anything like that. I know some peeps. Um, you know, again, we are two white guys. Yeah. One has listened to ICP for fucking twelve years now, if not longer. One kind of has listened to like three songs before. Hey. <laughs> so I mean, that's about as diverse as you can get between us. Obviously, there's going to be other people who are going to feel otherwise, but yeah, I mean, there's only so much we can do right now. Um, you know, maybe if we get more and more listeners, you know, we could bring somebody on. Yeah. So you know, what you can do is share these podcasts on your various social medias. Share us on Twitter. Yeah, share man. us on Facebook and things like Give that. Give us the bump. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. That was what, exactly what I was going to say. Um. I could totally set up a YouTube and I was debating on what we could do as far as like, if maybe there's a week where we're like, eh, maybe we don't want to listen to an album and talk about an album. Just do a discussion video or something along those lines. I can be down for that. Cause not quite sure of the, I, I was going to say it at some point, but uh, uh-huh. it was whatever you're talking about bringing up a uh, listening to twisted and stuff and keeping this role and a lot of stuff. Yes. There will be some weeks whenever I straight up cannot do another album. And that is totally fine. Um, this this can take... Taking time out oh yeah. to focus on something. There, there can come can a time good. whenever a, an album... Listening to an album a bunch of times a week can wear on the brain. And let's I be used honest, to listen to three a week, and that wore on me too. Yes. <laughs> let's be honest. I... The... We, we, we have just... This is the end of our, our second uh, album that we've talked about in one day. Okay. Yes. I legitimately listened to both of these CDs yesterday. I got Those all three were... listens in for the week. I, I listened to uh, I listened to both albums. I think Fuck Off I listened to five times just because it's so Jesus. short. I listened to Terror Wheel I think three times. I may have done about um, the same. And that's the thing. But I did that all in one day. And that's Oof. just because of... Well, that's just because of how I work. Yeah, but I, mean, I was you know, I was able to spread it out because of where I work. Right. Maybe you so, can start too. Possibly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there are going to be times where it's going to be a little bit harder just based on like schedules or whatever, or any of the other things that are going on. And that's why we um, did two in a week to have that buffer. This was a short. These were short albums. Thankfully, right in a row, I've made this a little bit simpler to do. But we're rambling the end of this out to a really long ep. And I'm very very sorry. <laughs> but you know, it's the stuff that's coming to mind. As I'm, as I'm just, you know, it's coming to me. It's coming off the dome. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Before we, uh, before we talk about any more random bullshit, we're just gonna sign off. So, yeah. finish your fagos. Down the ones that you that you presumably cracked open an hour and fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next time. Uh, more than likely, you will hear us uh, go on and on about their first release. The Riddle Box. The Riddle Box. Court adjourned. Peace out, y'all.